Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio, our adventuring party finally made it to the besieged city of Jolkin. Faced with the daunting task of infiltrating a heavily fortified and goblin-infested city, our heroes raced against time to sneak through an open window. Well, once inside, they found themselves interrupting some well-deserved downtime of the hard-working goblins. Our heroes kindly granted them some time off for eternity. Heads were bifibricated, scrotums were munched, cooks were toasted, drink recipes were exchanged, and several D4s were thanked. Soon a goblin shaman and her slithering pets arrived to stop our heroes and do her master's bidding. But with their cunning mockery and a handful of berries, our heroes stamped out Gabula and her inane ramblings. But who is her master? And what else lies in the dark dungeons of Jogan? What is the secret that Cullen fears? Has Agma forsaken Jake's palms? Will more bro-like high-fives be given, or will Gabula get the last laugh? Who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. Okay, so here you are, a dozen dead goblins along with two uh, slain giant vipers lie at your feet. You guys uh, help Elric up. Four moments ago, he was caught in the blast when the goblin shaman Gabula spontaneously combusted upon her death, Mm. leaving nothing but a pile of ash. What do you guys want to do? I'm examining the char pile. Okay. So you go over to her remains and see that she is nothing but a pile of ashes, but her clothing and possessions, uh, though charred and burned, remain. And you find a charred wolf cloak uh, that is clasped with an electrum brooch. And you also see a matching belt made of electrum rings and plates. And um, even though they're charred, you could easily clean them up. Um, They're pretty fancy and are probably worth a bit of gold. Okay. You also find a ring with three keys on it. But what really catches your eye is that the boots she was wearing are not charred at all. Hmm. Can I examine them? Yes. How would you like to examine them? I'm going to use my arcana. Because obviously, theirs is not charred, okay? Okay, nice. Uh, With a roll of 16, you know um, that these boots are definitely magical. Okay. Mm. And since uh, Gobula was a goblin, 
These boots are just your size. Okay, well, Ooh. let me try them on. That was mean. So would that be like a size two? <laughs> and I'm ta- obviously, I'm going to take the keys and the brooch. Okay. So the cloak that she's wearing? It's wolf fur. I know, which disgusts me. You could just... Uh, you could just take the brooch off and leave the fur if that would make you feel better. Okay. All right. So you put the boots on and you know right away that they're magical. But you won't know what magical properties they have until you spend some time during a rest studying them. Okay. But you do feel a little spring in your step and they fit good and they feel good. Okay. Also... I'm going to take the um, dice that those guys are playing with. Okay. The first thing I would like to do is investigate the hallway that she came down or up. Okay, Cullen, you make your way to the eastern hallway and take a look. It's dark, but you can see that it leads into another room. And you think um, that you can see what seems like a well in the middle of that room. You also see that the hallway continues on. For further down, you see light spilling out from an ajar door. All right, so Elric, what are you doing during all this? Um, I want to investigate, I'll investigate the other hallway then, this one. Okay, so you take a look down the western hall and you see that it ends with a door. Okay. And you make your way over there Pull on the handle, uh-huh. and it is locked. Well, wait a minute. Well, I just She's got a set of keys. keys. <laughs> She's got That's keys. That's uh, true. I just, I just uh, realized we should probably all, we should not get too separated. No. So, so I'm going to go back to where Cullen is, and uh, we'll check out that room together. What am I standing next to? The fire. What is that over there? The fire pit with the cooking pot where the uh, cook was uh, heating up some goblin delicacy. Um, Are there any, there's no bookshelves, obviously. Are there any things in these beds that might be of value? Anybody leave anything behind? Are there any belongings? We should check all the corpses of all the goblins and see what treasure we can cobble together from these. So you look around and you don't find anything of value, but... um, but searching the goblins, you do find that they all had a little coin on them. Okay. So we could take that? Yep. So looting the goblins gets you 40 gold, 40 silver, and 40 copper total. Okay. Other than that, okay, good. Um, you don't find any, uh, any kind of stash or valuables anywhere. Okay, so then I guess I'm going to catch up with the pack over here. And then I guess that we're going towards that thing. What is that, a well? Well, well, we should check the passage for traps of any kind. Yes, inch forward, stealthily, careful. Looking, is everybody else looking? Anybody else looking? Sure. Okay, so you carefully make your way down the Eastern Hall and you don't find any traps. And then you enter into this next room and you see more bunk beds and some cabinets and shelves and a table. And in the center of this room is a well that is 
uh, covered by a wooden lattice, right? And then the hallway continues to the east, right? It goes, you know, past this room, the hall continues to the east and leads to another door. And that door is slightly open and orange firelight flickers out into the hall. Can I... I'm going to check the contents of this little bureau or desk or table. I'm going to, you know, look underneath, behind it. Check for traps. I'm checking for traps. I'm checking for any secret compartments or traps. You look through that bureau um, and you do not find anything. Hmm. What's this over here? It's like a shelf. Shelf? Is there anything interesting on that shelf? Books? Uh, They don't read. All right, as you you look around, you're definitely, you're getting the idea that this area is some kind of underground shelter um, that the people of Julkin used. Mm. I'm gonna go to the well. And I'm going to, I'm going to look down into the well and I'm going to listen and I'm going to use my perception or something. Okay. So you go over to the well and being a small gnome, you have to lift yourself up to look over the edge, right? And you look down into the dark well and with your dark vision, you see that about 20 feet down, there is water. Okay. So then uh, I think that we should inspect this hallway here. We'll go down to the, the rest of the way. But before we do, let us once again check for traps. Of course. Okay. So you leave this room and carefully continue down the hallway. Again, you find um, no traps and the hallway ends with an ajar iron door. I'm going to just peek through the gap of the ajar door. Okay. I'm going into my protective mode and I got in front of Elric. Okay. Stand back, son. (laughs) Even though though that you've been kicking ass. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. I thought I was the meat shield. (laughs) Okay, Cullen. You peek inside and you see orange firelight flickering off this chamber's smooth stone walls. The light uh, emanates from a brazier in each corner. There are eight pews, like in a church, right, that are carved from rock. They, um, the pews, they all face a square niche at the other end of the room. And in this niche stands a human-sized statue of a wise-looking woman dressed in robes, and she holds a sheaf of wheat in one arm and a bundle of roses in the other. Under her uh, is an altar carved out of the same stone, and it looks uh, it looks like a rose bush, right? The altar's been carved to look like a rose bush, and the um, and other than that, this room is empty. Mm -hmm. And as you enter and your eyes uh, adjust to the light, you begin to see that um, on the walls and all over the statue are these vile-looking symbols 
that have been scrawled in a dark red. It's um, it's like an evil-looking graffiti, right? This place has been tagged. And you also notice that the altar has been chipped and cracked, and it's covered with, like, various implements for writing and painting. And you can also see the glimmer of some coins and gems and jewelry on the altar. And just in front of the altar, on the floor, is a mattress uh, draped with wolf furs. Okay. So do I know, do I understand what is scribed? I can speak goblin. Well, you recognize the writing as infernal. Oh, hey. Hold on. I think I'm... I think I speak it the language. Yes, the language of the devils. Oh, I speak it infernal. You there do. you go. What does it say? What does Come it say? Come up here and translate these glyphs. Esmir, you speak infernal, don't you? What does it say? While she's doing that, I'm going to search the uh, the uh, wolf her mattress palette of the of. Warbag um, or whatever her name was. Kabula. Kabula. Let's see if she okay, left so anything behind. Where the writing is on the altar or is it all over the place? The writing is all over this shrine. Okay. So because I'm a little bit cautious, before I go strutting up to the front, I'm gonna stand in the back and it would help me if I rolled my history to see if I come up with something from the back of the room. What is it you're trying to figure out? I'm trying to um ascertain what church this was and what has been done to it. Okay, to find out um, who this is a shrine to, roll me a religion check. Okay. Okay, with that roll, you definitely know um, that this is a shrine dedicated to the goddess Shanti. Okay. Right? Um, or the Great Mother. I'd also like called. to look at the ceiling and the walls and see if there's any sort of thing rigged, a trap rigged. Okay. Roll perception. You do not see anything. Okay. So then I'm going to go and try and read the script. Okay. So while Esmir's uh, translating the infernal graffiti, Cullen. You're over there searching the altar, and you find several small pots, and you look inside, and some contain blood, uh, some contain ink, and one contains honey. And you also find several uh, paintbrushes and a bloody spindle. And you also find uh, scattered on the altar some valuables that were probably stolen from Julkin including uh, some gems, some jewelry, some art objects, um, and you, you think that it's probably all worth about 300 gold pieces. Wow, nice. All right, and Esmir, you look over uh, this infernal satanic writing that's scrawled all over the walls and altar, and this is what you decipher, and you read it out loud so that the others can hear. The master's heart beats like a war drum in the forlorn hills. Another reads, his fire burns inside me. Another reads, master, whisper to me the secrets of the hells. Another reads, he flies in spirit, his body bound by the blade. 
Another reads, The red wizards gave it wings of shadow. And then another reads, Curse this goddess and her servants. I'm assuming this master is a, a flying, oh, a winged creature. Is um, this ringing any bells to me? Or me? Well, I think one of the one of the things she said sounded like they're an attempt to desecrate this temple. Yeah, flies really with it. Flies in something, but bound by the blade. He flies in spirit. His body flies in spirit. His body bound by the blade. Mm. Some sort of enchanted weapon. You said there was, what did you say there was parchment and writing stuff in there? Yes, there's two bottles of ink. Does anyone want that? Yeah, I, do. I would like the ink. Can we split it? Yeah. And I want, we should examine the ink too. And I also would like to think about what was going on with the blood and stuff that we saw on the altar in there. Well, the, the blood and the ink and the honey were being used to paint all this infernal graffiti, right? Uh, it was used to paint the words on the walls here. Mm. So, okay. are there any are there any quills? There are no quills. Okay, because I'm looking through my inventory and I don't see myself having a quill. You don't. Did, did and um, I think I would need one with all of the writing I do. Well, that's why Esmir was laughing at you for not having any of that stuff. What? You can borrow my pen if you need it. How did you How did you know that I didn't? I think before we left. Because I rifle through your stuff while you're sleeping. You before we left little. I am a gnome after all. You little, little. I mean, Very small statured cane. I want to interject right now really quickly and ask a question about the berries. Do I still have them? Yes, you still have them. Okay, because I, I want to I eat them because I just realized that I am, what, seven? You are seven down. Seven so down. Ten so I would like to left. eat seven, seven berries. But consider for a moment that, you know, um, we can't get the effect of our third level stuff until we take a long rest here may not be the best place because you know someone's obviously going to come looking for guards at some point wonder why they've gone but uh we could barricade this door and try and well you know one of the keys that you found on gabula fits this shrine's door so we could lock all the doors to this place and if no one else has keys, it would take them a long time to yep. get in. We can shutter ourselves in here and take a long rest. We well, why don't we um, clean up all of the uh, the bodies, Dead you bodies. know, chuck them out the window into the river or the moat or whatever. Well, I don't see. think so. I don't want people I mean, to see them floating around. We need like a professional yeah. cleaner. We need some cleaners to come in. <laughs> We'd have to call Mr. Shush. Mr. White. <laughs> these, gob- these goblins don't have happen. any. These goblins don't have any mops. How disgusting! <laughs> we should check out the other hallway. You can't. You know what? Goblin blood is like cat piss. I mean, you can't wash that out. Doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> it's just gonna sting forever. Well, I think it's worth the risk to take a long rest. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah, long rest or short rest? Long rest. We get all I'll go with whatever the group back. decides, but we won't get our 
benefit of our third level stuff until we take a long rest. Oh, okay, a long rest. All right. I thought I thought it was a short rest. Okay, cool. I could also, while we're taking a rest, hold on, kids. I have a um, I have an alarm an alarm that I could set, and it'll um, if someone comes down the hall or whatever, it'll warn us. You put it on the causeway. That way, we'd have tons of warning. Yeah, I'm gonna cast the spell in the room where they were playing the dice. Okay. So you're gonna have like, you know, kind of in the middle of that room. Okay. So you're gonna head over there and um, spend the time to cast alarm as a ritual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think, uh, yeah, I think someone would come up with me. Okay. I'll I'll come with you. Come on, kids, watch me do some magic so when I, you learn how to do it in the future, this you'll, is have 20 some, feet. you'll have a reference point. So I, I have another, I have like another part of my jacket in the seam, and I stick my finger in there and I pull out a tiny little bell, and then around the top of the bell there's a piece of fine silver, silver wire. And then I'm gonna take those out and I'm going to say some words, but really hushed. At the end, I just say, oogla boogla, because I always say that just to throw people off. <laughs> okay, so while Esmir is doing the ritual for her alarm spell, you guys are trying to clean up um, the murder scene here, yeah. is that right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking, is like, you know, at least if somebody comes in for a second, they'll, they won't know that, you know, and I'll do what I can to move the table around to cover up the spots of blood and kick dirt on things and, you know, make it look a little less like a slaughter just occurred. Is there some doors? What doors can I lock with the keys that I have? You can lock the door that leads to this this barracks area here. The one we came through? Yeah, so one key locks that door. Okay. Another key locks the door to the shrine that you were just in. Okay. And then you have a third key that you don't know what it locks or unlocks. It's probably this door over here. Okay. So I'll lock that door too, the one that was to this barracks. Okay. There is that that further door. I mean, I guess we should take our chances, right? I mean... I'd like to check it out. I'd like to take a long rest. Well, let's check it out. We're not dead. We're not dying. So we might as well check it out. You insufferable kids. kids. (laughs) Well, I was thinking if somebody comes in. They think they have nine lives. I roll my eyes and I throw my cape back on. (laughs) My cloak. My cloak. Let's go. All right. So you head to the end of the Western Hall that Elric went down earlier. And you find that the third key does indeed unlock that door. And the door opens up and you look inside and you see a room that looks like a big storage closet Mm. or a pantry. Mm. You see two large shelves filled with what looks like supplies. There's also chests and barrels and crates. Most are opened but the room is in good order. Oh, you know what we should do? We should stay in this room. Because they'll come in, find all the dead bodies, find her gone. Uh, you know, 
they 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 won't maybe they won't think to look down here. The alarm will still work. This might actually be a safer place to hide. Yeah. Okay. That makes so sense. look for they'll look for Kabula in the shrine. Right. Right. And we can so, lock this door and just hang out. Wait. So this is like a pantry. Yeah. You find some like non-perishable foods. There's oh. wine in there. Right. There's ale in there. Right. Um, you find all kinds of supplies um, that you can uh, tell are for enduring a long wait underground, right? Like a fallout shelter or a bunker. You see okay. uh, candles in there, pieces. linens, and other mundane supplies. Some like, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't want to load up or anything, but just a few candles and some... Maybe yeah. some bandage linen and maybe like if there anything like some, you know, munchy cubes or hardtack or something I can supplement my my rations. Yeah, go ahead. In your inventory, um, add some candles and give yourselves like um, two rations back. Uh, uh, everyone can do that if they like. Stock up a little bit. So we're agreeing to stay in this pantry. Okay. Okay. So you guys lock the door and hunker down for a long rest in this pantry. And um, all is quiet. But then towards the end of your rest during Cullen's watch, uh, when suddenly Esmir wakes up as if an alarm went off in her head. Uh Something has Uh triggered her alarm spell in the main room. I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna kind of tap everybody and I'm gonna, the universal shush symbol. Okay. And I think that, you know, we should all just be really quiet, move to the sides of the doors, and just wait. I prepare my weapons. So you put your ear up to the door, but it's difficult to hear anything since the main room is kind of far down the hall there. Okay. But you do make out the voices of goblins and definitely some commotion, and you definitely can make out some calls for Gabula. Gabula! And someone's saying, I guess we got tomorrow off. (laughs) (laughs) The boss's world did. (laughs) Kick ass. Even if they come back and start rattling the door, I think that we should just sit still and sit quiet Mm -hmm. until we hear keys. Yeah, just wait. Okay, so you wait, and you wait, and eventually it becomes quiet, and you never uh, hear anyone make their way down the hall and approach the pantry. So you don't get disturbed, and no one finds you out, so I will go ahead and say that you are able to finish your long rest. And during this rest, you guys have leveled up to level three. Excellent. Yeah. And so uh, besides more hit points and hit die, uh, Esmir and Jake, you guys get more spell slots and can now cast level two spells. Hey. And the fighters now enter their martial archetypes. So for Elric, he enters the Eldritch uh, Knight path and gets to cast some wizard spells. And Cullen enters the Battlemaster path and gets to perform some cool, unique uh, fighter maneuvers. Awesome. So all this new stuff is already in your character sheets there. So we're ready to go. Uh, Esmir, you just have to roll your portent dice right, and a new fuzzball if you'd like. 
So as a way, I only thing I can think is two, one of two things has happened. They've cleaned up the mess and repopulated the garrison or, and then of course left people behind to guard it or uh, set a trap for us or laying an ambush. Or they're searching the area for us. And it looks like Esmir rolled a boar. So then uh, I will take this boar. I didn't roll a boar. I'm sorry. <laughs> she Silly. rolled her fuzzball and it I took my fuzzball out and I was like, hey, my fuzzballs, how you doing? I want to see what's going to happen today. And I toss it in the air. I'm like, oh, oinky. So before we leave the room, I want to listen at the door and make sure that I don't hear anybody out there. Okay, roll perception. You do not hear anything. Okay. I think that we should quietly open this door and peek outside. Sure. So I click the door open and I stick my eyeball, because this is a known kind of thing where we just open the door and we just put our eyeball in there. Okay. So you peek your eyeball through the crack in the door, and you do not see anything in the hall or the main room up ahead. Let me just creep up to here slowly and see if I see anything. Okay, so you creep down the hallway towards the barracks and you don't see anyone, but you do see that the dead goblins um, that you guys hid earlier back in the barracks, right, have been discovered. And you can see that Gabula's remains have been disturbed. Okay. Hmm. So they're too dumb to realize we were hiding in the pantry, which means they think whoever did this came and went. Yep. They may not realize we're still in the building. Yep. They're goblins. They're not Court, smart. In the words of Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. Um, I'm going to check around this corner and see if anybody's on this side of the door. I'm not going to bother to be stealthy because if they're there, they're there, and I'm, I'm not surprising anybody. There's nobody there. Right. So then I'm going to walk up to the door and listen. Okay. Roll perception. Is there anybody on the other side about to stick me with a sword is what I want to know. You do not hear anything. Well, we locked the door, so I'm going to need your help to unlock it. It is. It's no longer locked. Oh. Well, then I creak it open slowly and peer through the gap. Okay. So you slowly creak open the door that um, leads uh, to the causeway that you guys first came in, and it is empty. I want to peek out that window of the causeway. So you want to look out the window that you guys uh, came in through? Yeah. Okay. And you uh, look out, and you see the moat below, and the body is still dangling from the rope. I've been listening at this door, and I rolled a perception. Did I hear anything? You do not hear anything. Well, I'm going to test to see if it's locked. It's locked. Ah. Do I have the key? That key? You have the key. Yep. And the door unlocks. All right. Well, then I'm going to uh, crack it and peek my eyeball through. Okay. So you look through and you see a passage carved out of stone that leads into darkness. Because without dark vision, you cannot see where it leads. 
looks like Esmeralda is up. Yes. None of us can see in the dark. Okay. So let me, because I have stealth, I'm going to stealthily make my way down the hall until I see a little bit further. Okay. So Esmir creeps forward uh, and makes her way down the passage. And Esmir, you can see that the hallway, uh, the stone hallway ends and it tees off to the left and to the right. I'm going to peek around the corner. Okay. You peer out and you see that to the left, the passage is dark um, and it ends. uh, But then you can kind of see that it kind of jogs to the right. And then down the right side of the hallway, you see that the passage goes down a ways and then it ends at some steps that seem to lead to a larger room. And you can see firelight emanating from that room. Esmir, what do you see? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna signal to them, you know, this way, and the steps, and then I'm gonna signal that way, and then I'm gonna, you know, just give them signals of what I think might be happening there. You can whisper to us, we're right behind you. Yeah, but we're okay. Listen, fella, I'm right here. You're not that far down. I'm right here. No, I know that, but there could be someone right around this corner. You're right. Uh, oh, learned one. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys, guys, there could be someone right around the corner. And stop talking so loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which way? Left or right? Okay, so I'm going to I say that we go toward the staircase. <laughs> I'm going to light a candle and creep down to this corner and peer just, around. Damn Why are you always going the opposite way? That Cullen guy. I, I could just I'm stealthy. curious. I'm a curious, impetuous youth. All right. Okay. So Cullen, with his candle, turns to the left and enters the dark passageway. And you guys follow and see through uh, Cullen's dim candlelight there that the hallway quickly turns to the right to a short staircase that leads upwards. All right, anyone going up? I'll go. Do you have a light source? I have a candle. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna go up the stairs. Okay, so Elric, you head up this staircase and quickly reach a landing. And here at this landing, there are two doors, one to your left and one to your right. And right in front of you, the staircase continues up. Okay. Are these doors are these doors locked? Are you gonna test them? I'm gonna test the one on my left. Okay, it is not locked. Okay, now I will see if the one to my right is locked. This one is also not locked. Okay. Both of these doors are unlocked. We could continue up or we could check these doors. Check up. Check the doors. All right. Do you guys want me to sneak up to the top, to, down the hall, just to take a peek since I have stealth? That sure, you could yes. see in the dark. And I can see in the dark? That would be a good idea. Hold on. I'm going to go walk forward and see if we can get to a point where we know that we can start clearing. Okay. So, Esmir, you continue up and come to another landing where there is another door right in front of you. And that's the end of the hallway, correct? Yep, that's that's the Do end. Do I hear anything? Roll perception. Mm-hmm. 
you do not hear anything. Okay. Is the door locked? The door is not locked. So we got three unlocked doors. Let us check the one to my left. Okay. All right, so I'm going to slowly open the door. You open the door and you see a room that looks like a kitchen. There's pots and pans hanging from the ceiling and there are shelves and there are kegs and crates. And to the right uh, of the room is a window that opens to an adjacent room, right? And there's a red curtain hanging there in that window. So picture it like in a restaurant, right? Where there's an opening between the kitchen and the serving area uh, where the waitress picks up the food from the cooks, right? So there's like a little uh, window there. But more importantly, standing at a table, there's a hobgoblin wielding a cleaver, Uh butchering a hunk of meat, right? And he's hacking at the meat and he grunts, I said, food not ready yet. Then he looks up and he sees Elric, right? And a quizzical look forms on his face and he says, wait a minute, roll initiative. Okay. So is this thing in the right hand side, it looks kind of like a DJ table. Could be a turntable uh, there. Yeah, he's a cook and a part-time DJ. He does weddings on the weekends. Yikes! <laughs> fucking four. Oh no, he's a hobgoblin. Yeah, he's bigger than the regular goblin. Well, you can tell by the look on his face that this hobgoblin is quite surprised to see you. And he brandishes his cleaver in one hand and a large uh, pan in the other. And Elric, you are first in initiative. All right. I'm going to, where's my actions? This this is a cantrip and I can do it all day long. I'm just going to send a firebolt at him. Ooh, starting off with the firebolt. Starting off with the firebolt. Look at this trick Esmir taught me. Yeah. You're welcome. See? I've good instructors. Ah. Oh, your first firebolt misses. First time. Okay, so that's my action, right? Mm-hmm. But I can move, right? Yep. So I'm going to move up <clears> to <throat> here. All right, so that's my movement. That's my turn. That's what I do. It's okay. You'll get it next time. <laughs> All right, Cullen. You just saw Elric open up the door and then toss a firebolt in there. What are you going to do? I just, I come flying in like the whirling dervish with the two swords. Yay, 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 yay. Or swing. Miss. Ah, shit, he's got tough armor. He brings up the pan and blocks your swing. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and burn the surge. Burn the surge. Ah. Another miss. This is no, uh, no little goblin. This guy can cook, DJ, and fight. Um, I just want to point out that 12 plus 7 plus five. I had a 17 on this guy and missed. He's wearing chain mail and he has this huge pan now as a shield. <laughs> All right, Esmir, uh, the boys are unleashing on a hobgoblin cook. What are you going to do? Am I within range to sh- do I already have to move forward to You got to get shoot. through the doorway to shoot at anything. Okay, so I'm going to go three... And I can shoot my firebolts from here because you can go through your. I can shoot them through yes. past these guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shoot my firebolts at him, so I'm going to 
target him. Okay. Hit. Whoa, nice. maximum damage. Oh, you're the best. Nice. And you're like, that's how it's done, boys. All right, boar's next. Sizzle, sizzle. And then I'm going to have my boar just sizzle, attack sizzle him. For I'm going to have him go because he can go the distance. Tusk. Missed. Mikey, you're going to get yourself killed. Scotch. Jake, you're up. All right. I'm going to look at him. Blow on my palms. We're going to give it a shot. He's kind of badass with all of his... Male, I'm gonna chuck a sacred flame at him. You bastard, hobgoblin. And he made it. <laughs> he brings up his pan and he deflects your holy beam. Now, Can I off turn tell Jake to keep his eye on the hallways? Yeah, absolutely. It's why okay. actually why I'm sticking back. But um, okay. I'm gonna save my spiritual weapon because this guy is one guy against everybody so get him get him quick all right (laughs) this poor hobgoblin cook was just doing his thing when the door flies open followed by two fire bolts a a madman swinging swords holy rays from the heavens a charging boar so this guy's uh this hobgoblin's reaction is to cry out for help Mm. sure Get your ass in here, Jorg. And then he is going to target the boar with his cleaver. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook you up good, pig. Uh, And hits. Bastard. Damn. Six points. And then he, then he brings the pan down to try and smash it. That's not nice. And hits. Bastard. Ah, boar's still alive. Okay, so everyone hears, and Jake, you see, since you're still in the hallway, that the door at the top of the steps bursts open, and arching through that door is a huge warg. It is this big, nasty thing that's missing an eye. It's an it's an old, grizzled beast that you can tell has seen many, many battles. And as it bursts in, practically taking the door off its hinges, it sees Jake standing there all alone in front of the kitchen door, and it leaps at him. Oh, and it misses. (laughs) Jake dodges, and its teeth sink into the door jam. All right, Elric, you just heard something big smash through the door out in the hallway, but meanwhile, in front of you, is a hobgoblin. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm going to take my action surge and uh, have two attacks on him. Uh, glaive first attack. Miss. Okay, glaive uh, bonus action. Miss. Glaive second attack. Miss again. Oh. Man, this guy's hard to touch. Ting, ting, ting. All right, Cullen, you are up. All righty then. All right. Roy, okay, so I'm gonna try another attack. Why not? He said, why not? Miss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a uh, precision attack. Okay. So that would be a D8. So just toss that into the tray there. Nice. 
That turns the miss into a hit. Oh, a successful did. use of your new battle maneuvers. All right. Now let's not look a gift. Precision attack. Now he's dying. All right, nice. that damage cool. kills the cook. So, uh, second attack. I'm going to, uh, or I should say my second sword. Is Jake blocking the door? Yes. I can make it out in front of him, right? So I'm going to do that. Gonna use my second attack on the warg. That got him. Hits. All right, nice. Okay, Esmir. Um, the cook is down. There's something big happening in the hallway. What are you gonna do? In I'm going room? to peek into the curtain. <laughs> From where I'm standing, I can just do that, right? Yep. I can just go think with the one eyeball. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay, so you gotta kind of step up on your tippy toes so that you can peer past the curtain and you look into this other room and you see what looks like a tavern. There's uh, tables and chairs all about and there's a bar on the eastern wall. It's empty though. Nope. There are five goblins heading right at you. Okay. And these goblins so. are they're uh, rushing towards the door that uh, heads into the kitchen area where you guys are at. And they're yelling, uh, the intruders, they're here. We found them. And another one yells, we must avenge Gabula. Okay, so I... I didn't put my shield on, which was not a good idea. I really need to put my shield on because I'm, if I'm trapped in this room with all these guys, I'm gonna die. I think you mean mage armor. Um, I think we all feel you. So that would take one turn to do my shield. Yep. Which I should do right now. And then I, I, I say to them, we got five goblins incoming. So I am going to move because I have to go somewhere safer, I think. I think I'm going to go over here for now. And I'm going to crouch down behind the dead hobgoblin (laughs) to take cover a little bit. Drag his corpse over. Does that make sense, Mark? I'm just going to tuck myself down a little bit and maybe even... If those guys come in, I might put the frying pan over my head, too. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jake, you're in this hallway with Cullen, and there is a huge warg in front of you. What are you going to do? Okay. Right, right, right. <clears throat> Jake. Um, so the first thing I want to do... Leave him to me. To get yourself to safety, teacher. I can't. For the glory of Albion. In the house of McGregor. The first thing I want to do is I want to try to <clears throat> throw a um, guiding bolt on this guy, on the wall, you see. And I miss. Shit. That's okay. And I, I can't disengage because that's an action. Oh, that's that. All right, so this warg dodges the bolt of energy from Jake, and then it's going to continue to try and chomp on Cleric. Oh. And it misses again. He's an old warg. He's missing the eye on that side. Yeah. Couldn't tell who. <laughs> All right. So, 
Elric, you're in this kitchen. You saw Cullen kill the cook and then run out into the hall yelling, Teacher! And then you watched Esmir uh, yell, Goblins inbound! And then hide in the corner, pulling a, uh, the dead cook's pan over her head. And then you see a bright flash come from the hallway and you hear Jake curse Agma. And it's your turn. What are you going to do? Okay, this uh, curtain window. Is there a glass in it or is it just open? It's it's just open. You could hop through it like going through an open window. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I want to jump through the window, do a somersault and stand up on this table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me an acrobatics check. 15. Acrobatics nice. check. Tumble, roll, jump. Look, danger. Run straight in. All right, nice roll. You jump through the window. The red curtain billows behind you as you leap out, and you easily jump through and flip up and land atop a table. All right, cool. And then I do do that thing that, like, moms do all the time when they're just like... <laughs> you can't. You s- can't even see what he did. You're hiding under a dead hobgoblin I with a pan saw, on your head. I could hear him. I was. When I heard him like peer through the window. You know when they're doing that shit behind your back. You know it. All right, Elric. You've dramatically made your entrance into this room. You're up on the table. There's goblins down in front of you. What are you gonna do now? A flame bolt. A firebolt at that goblin. At goblin number four. I teach him one magic trick, and that's okay, all. Okay, roll that's that it. with a so, negative okay. two. He thinks he's at a wizard all of a sudden. At a minus two because of my uh, acrobatics? Because it's a small goblin, and it's below the table there. Ah, here we go. Dang. Miss. Oh, the firebolt misses the goblin and skips off the top of the table. Kiss <laughs> the table. But it looked cool. Oh, well. Colin, you're up. Looking cool. We'll get you All killed. Right, let's see if we can take down a warg. Lumbering lout. Swing. Nice. Hit. Damage. Heavy. Swing. Heavy. Nice. Damage. Right, nicely done. Colin easily takes out the one-eyed warg. All right, tonight is Colin's night. Nice. Good work. I have 15 feet I can run. Five, ten, fifteen. I burst through the door. <laughs> I got your back, buddy. Nice. Girl, be on. And I clatter my dragon. Girl, be on. I'm swinging my glaive around, standing up on the table. I turn my head Jake. over and I look. I shout back to Jake. We could use a blessing. <laughs> yes. I'll be there in a minute. I'm still shitting my pants. <laughs> Okay, back to the tavern. The goblins that were rushing the kitchen suddenly stop in their tracks as they're startled by a human who leaps into the tavern and flips up onto a table and hurls a moat of fire at them. Um, But they quickly regain their senses and they all draw their short bows and aim them at Elric. The first one fires and hits. Oh, you forgot to paint a bullseye on your chest. <laughs> Eight points of damage. Oh, to who? To me? To you, yeah. The guy standing on the table. Okay, I didn't know who he was shooting. You leapt okay. up there and all these arrows started flying at you. That's okay. I can uh, burn a spell slot and use shield as a reaction. Okay. 
So that arrow then actually misses as it instead hits the magical shield that you just that just suddenly appeared out of nowhere. Nice reaction because that did eight points of damage. Yeah. Okay, so Goblin 3 now fires with the shield still there and hits the shield. Goblin 4 fires and hits the shield. Goblin 5 also lets loose an arrow and also hits the shield. You really threw him for a boss. Like this guy's got some balls. All right, the goblin boss is going to chuck his javelin. You know what? He's going to chuck it at the guy who just burst out the door and was yelling something crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, javelins suck. Everyone knows this. And the javelin misses. It sticks in the door frame right next to you. All right, Esmir, you hear a bunch of commotion out in the tavern. What are you going to do? If you're invisible, can you, because it says it, it ends if you attack or use a spell, but can you move things or touch things? As long as you're not attacking. Yes. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go to here. Okay. I am going to. You can move. Use my, did you move 25 feet? Yeah. You can actually move 30 feet now with your new boots. Oh. You feel that you move a little quicker than you used to, and your jump distance is also tripled from your new magic boots. Okay. You said I can move 35 or 30. 30. So you can keep up with the big boys now. Okay, but first I would like to use my invisibility spell. What kind of components? I'm going to, I have a necklace and it has a little, a little thing. It looks like amber and it's got like an eyelash in there and I'm going to touch it. And I'm going to say, and then I'm going to be invisible, correct? Yep. Can I take, can I move Asilius? Yes. So Asilius can go, why don't I have him come in the room and fly over here by Elric and just stand by. And then I'm going to get Borbor, Oinky. His speed is 40 feet. He's going to go over here for now. That's it. All right, Jake. So you are now alone in this hallway, but there seems to be a lot of commotion going on in the room directly in front of you. What are you going to do? Okay. I just, you know, failed on my guided bolt, and I'm staring at my palms, and I watch Cullen just going batshit crazy. Take out this huge one-eyed warg and go tearing off into this room. And I'm going to look back into this room, uh, into that pantry, or that kitchen, and I notice that Elric is gone. And where is that boy? Just a curtain. (laughs) So, and I hear this commotion going on, so I'm going to run up here and go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and I see everybody in here and I say, oh, Okay, I understand. And then I look down and I see all these goblins. And then I'm going to pull out my holy water bottle and start sprinkling <laughs> dashes onto my friends. <laughs> I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. Ogma blesses you. And Ogma blesses you. And you. And you. Oh, wait a minute. And some for me. And that's what I'm going to do is bless the crew. All right. Very cool. 
Okay, so Elric, you're standing on your table with four arrows and your magical shield when it suddenly fizzles out and the four arrows drop to your feet. You're up. Okay. It doesn't matter. The bloodlust is upon me. (laughs) I can wait for them to close, but I doubt that they're going to close because they have bows. We're going to have to go to them. So I can go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and then go after goblin number two. Uh, I will swing at him with my glaive. Oh! Yes. Miss. All right, the bonus action. That hits. Good damage. Heavy, okay. Okay, very nice. All right, Cullen, it is now your turn. 10, 15. All right, back to back. How about you? Gesundheit. <laughs> Flying. Yes. Roll damage. Dying. Nice. Dying. Mess. Oh, but that's okay. I'm going to use my precision to uh, throw down another eight. Oh, and that makes it a hit. Damage. Dying. Killed him. Sweet. Thanks, Colin. For Albion. For Albion. Nice. I guess I can move 15 more feet. I'm going to 5, 10, 15, move here. All right. This goblin draws his scimitar and charges Cullen. <laughs> Bring it on! And he swings. And he hits for four points of damage. Goblin 5 is going to do the same thing and flank. And he swings with advantage and misses. Fine by me. Fine by me. Goblin boss is gonna come in and join the fray. Oh boy. And misses. Uh, But he has multi-attack, so he swings again. And this time he hits and does eight points of damage. No, he doesn't. I use my reaction. Okay, to do what? I, uh, let's see. When another creature damages you with the melee attack, you can use your reaction to expend one superior to die to reduce the damage by the number of that roll. Okay. Plus my dexterity modifier. Should be set to go there. Just click the button. Six. Nice. You reduce the damage by six points with your parry maneuver. Not bad. All right, Esmir, you're up. I'm trying. Well, what I wanted to do was when they were standing in front of the tables, I was going to go underneath the table and just lift the table up. But they're not standing next to the table anymore, so that's not going to help me. Right. I, kinda, I was going to do something else while I'm invisible to distract them or block them, you know? Yeah. The timing just didn't work out. You could, you know, you're still invisible. You could just attack with advantage if you wanted. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? Let's, let's just do that. Um, you're tired of lurking in the shadows. Yeah, I, I jumped the gun. I got a little excited because someone was attacking my boar and it really pissed me off. And I thought I was going to go in there and throw a bunch of furniture around and I realized I flew <laughs> off the handle. <laughs> I should just kill him. Um, all right, so I'm going to target goblin number five and I'm going to have an advantage and I'm going to... Whoa, how'd that possible be? Did what happened? Help? Missed. Missed. Would the nine help? Would you replace the roll with the nine? 
It would make a difference, yes. Okay. And did you roll that with um, advantage? Yes. Oh, okay. It was just two shitty rolls. Right, dropped at eight. Okay. So if I change it to a nine, it would hit? Yep. Okay, I'm going to do that. So just do the damage now. Shock! Don't you know you've got to shock the goblin? Whoa, maximum damage. Wasted it. Shock the goblin to death. Esmir came up behind the goblin invisibly and just grabbed it by the head and zapped him. Didn't even see it coming. Zapped him. Okay, now um, the boar, if you'd like. Right, so I'm going to line him up here. And then I think for the slam attack, it's at least 20 feet he has to go before he does it. Yep. Right? Okay, so I'm okay here. Yep. If that guy, that guy's not going to move. So then if he's still alive... I can, if I, I may, can try and do it on him. How far can Asilius fly? 60 feet. Pretty far. Pretty you far. could put him right behind Goblin 3 and give me advantage on Goblin 3. Okay. All right. So Esmir's uh, animals and familiars are positioning themselves around the room. Jake, what are you going to do? I am going to cast Theory of the Heavens down upon him. My spiritual weapon. I'm going to chuck the Tome of Agma <laughs> at the goblin boss's face, you see. Uh, Jake, does, is, is Agma okay with you chucking his stuff around? It's a spiritual book. It's not a yes, book. Yes, it was given Just to wondering. me. Just wondering. I'm, this, I'm smacking a heathen on a <laughs> noggin with the book of Agma. He would appreciate nothing, nothing more. So, this spiritual weapon on you, goblin boss bastard. Kill the boss. Hit. And I hit him, and it does five points. Then, here's the thing about this. Knowledge hurts. Is as a bonus action on my turn, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against the creature within five feet of it. Yes, on your next bonus action, right? So you already used your bonus action to uh, cast the spell. Um, so you can go ahead and do a regular action if you'd like. Okay. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to just cast my cantrip, my sacred flame on him as well and see... Oh, he made it. Mm, he rolled a 20. My flames suck. My palms are just are just calloused. Did he roll a save? If he rolled a 9, would he it would it would it be unsuccessful? Mm, yeah, he would fail the save. Yes. Okay, so I was like, "Oh, I'm like, dry your hands off first, boy." Oh, man. Oh, man. Get the schmutz off your hands. I like what he knew boy, as their doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you do? Okay. Oh, he made it work! <laughs> yes, her portent roll made the goblin fail its saving throw, so you can go ahead and roll damage now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clean your hands off, you greasy old bum! Shame on you! Ooh, Ooh nice maximum damage. Thank you, Esmir, for your assistance. No worries, man, no worries. Does anybody have any pumice? <laughs> All right, Elric, you're All right. up. All right, I'm going to move to here. I'm going to target Goblin Boss. I can hit him from here, right? Yep. Caddy corner, okay. Uh, just a regular glaive action on him. 
glaive, then bonus. Oh, Hits. he dead. Nice. He dead. Nine damage. Nice. Dying. Nice. Uh, I can go here, and then bonus, bonus button. Miss. Ooh. Miss. Oh well. All right, Cullen. There's one goblin left, and it's your turn. I want to see the boar ram him. Mm-hmm. Your kind will soon be cleansed from the planet. Or the, the land. I don't know about planets. <laughs> Beyond me. Swing. Miss. No, please. No, you should have rolled with advantage. Oh. Well, I'll roll a second time then. Yeah. Bam, hit. Nice. All right, roll damage. Heavy. Okay, next attack. Yes. Nice hit. You killed it. <laughs> you killed the last goblin. Right. We cleaned this room out. All right. So then I tell I tell um, Elric, I'm like, tonight's or the next time we get a long rest, we're going to practice these spells. Okay, just because <laughs> okay. I teach you a spell doesn't mean you can run into a room and huzzah. Okay, that's huzzah. the way it works. <laughs> You're not a wizard. You're Everybody not a wizard. Does. You're just a kid that knows the spell. See? Even the owls <laughs> yelling at you. Basilius <laughs> is like, that's right! <laughs> yeah, I know. Then I lean into Elric and I'm like, see, isn't that better than praying? <laughs> hey now, watch your tongue, little lady. I look at my bottle of holy water and then I look back at Esmir and then I say, I shake my head and I just put that back into my, put that, put that back into my pocket. And then I just wink at him like, you know I love you. And Agni. Heroes once again, victorious over Jokin's occupying forces, who now find themselves short one geriatric warg, five goblins, and one hobgoblin cook slash DJ. But what is the meaning of Gabula's infernal graffiti? Are they clues? Scrawlings of a lunatic? Or the portent of our hero's doom. Does everyone really know that javelins suck? Will Jake find some pumice to work on his callus? What else does Esmir do while her party is sleeping? Who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio! Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. Hope you enjoyed episode 7, where our adventures made it to level 3. Yay! Now, in the episode, we quickly glanced over their new abilities and such. Um, But if you want to take a closer look at how they leveled up, head over to our Patreon page and consider becoming a member. At the first tier, you'll have access to our players' character sheets anytime they're updated. You'll also have access to blank custom Roll Radio character sheets that were designed by our friend Liz Zilke and myself. You'll be the envy of all the other players at your table. Yes, they're that cool. You know what'll make you a cool DM, though? 
Sirenscape. That's what I use to add the music and sound effects that you hear to take your game to the next level. Check them out at Sirenscape.com. We are playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module, which are properties of Wizards of the Coast. Check them out at dnd.wizards.com. Again, thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in next time when our players realize that leveling up means tougher bad guys.